This episode is brought to you by Fleximize, a multi-award winning digital business lender dedicated to providing UK SMEs with flexible finance done properly. Connor Chaplin sets him switch on their one. Cameron Burgess is 2-0. It's brought in. It's 2-1. It's saved by Walton. Incredible scenes here in front of the Sir Bobby Robson stand. Championship bound, Ipswich Town. Hello everybody, welcome along to Town TV and the official Ipswich Town podcast with me, Aaron Paul. Happy international break. Yeah, me too, not really for me. We are here though, uh, back at Portman Road to bring you another episode of the official club podcast. Looking back at a cracking start to the season for Kieran McKenna's side, delighted to say that two of our star performers from the promotion season last season, and of course, in and amongst the squad this season, uh, Harry Clark and Luke Wolfenden are with us. How are you, chaps? Good. Yeah, very good, mate. Yeah, good. good to have you with us. Um, how's the start to the season been? I mean, Luke, you've been ever-present. Tell us, what's it been like back in the championship? No, it's been good. Um, it's obviously hard, I think. We've not had a lot of, as much of the ball as we did in League One, but so we've probably been doing more legwork, but... Yeah, it's been enjoyable. Is it a learning curve? No, because I think the gaffers probably had stands that was above the level of League One anyway. So I think we've probably been playing at this level for a while, just against opposition that wasn't at this level, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Harry, how are you feeling now? I mean, everyone's, you know, looking at when you're back in in and amongst the first team picture. How are things? Yeah, good. Um, No, I had a bit of an Achilles problem during pre-season. I had it last year as well, but sort of managing that. Talk to me about last season. Um, success is is a really, it's, it's a hard fought thing. You, you have to work and graph for it, but the rewards at the end are, are great. Um, have you had time to reflect on last season? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, summer was more, obviously, to celebrate and, you know, to really you know, dive in what we actually did. Obviously, me coming back in jail, so I know Wolfie's been here for years, but me coming back in Jan... The only goal was obviously to get promoted. Obviously, to then finally do that was, yeah, it was something special. Luke, for you, um, being at the club for, from from a young age, you've seen everything. You've been there. You've done it. Um, what's the atmosphere like now? Take me back a few years and and, and tell me what it's like now. Um, in general, I think it's just more positive. I think um, the fan base and obviously the boys as a group is is a lot more positive and a lot more looking into the future than it was, you know, in the past few years where we've just been in a bit of a rut, really. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's changed a lot now and everyone's in a better place for it. You guys have known each other a long time, haven't you? Yeah, uh, I mean, long, unfortunately. T- tell us about the first moment when Harry met Luke, when Luke met Harry. What? Probably when I bullied you back in the day, no? I don't, know what, I don't even know what it would have been. Nah, to be fair, <coughs> I think um, we just went to school together and obviously... Were you pals in school? Nah, he's a few years younger than me, to be fair. We weren't enemies, but we weren't our like, best mates. Did you know each other, though? Yeah, we knew each other. We'd be enemies now. Yeah. What about coming through the actual the town academy and, and, and being involved in the setup there? What was that like for you guys? I mean, just sort of like going on that journey together. Well, he deserted me, so... Yeah, I left. Well, we were going to get to we're that. The, but I mean, you know, we, you, don't, you don't jump the gun. Well, we, we're going to get to him him doing the, the deserting. No, to be fair, we'd never really, um, I don't think we really come across each other that much, really. No. Nah. We've always seen each other about, obviously, the age. Obviously, I'm what, two years younger than you? Yeah. Yeah, so we'd see each other about, about school and that. 
we'd always like, acknowledge each other. What was it like growing up in the, the Ipswich Academy? You can have a lot of people listening and, and watching this who, who, who dream of being involved in it and dream of playing uh, in the academy and coming through like you guys. What is that process like, that time like? It's brilliant, to be fair. You know, um, you're just playing football all the time. and like, it's, it's, It is difficult because you lose a lot of a lot of your mates along the way, um, which is probably the hardest thing about it. You, know, you, you grow up with people and then you get to about 16, 17, 18 and then... Like that, you're the only one left. So it's, it's difficult like that, but then the whole process of being 12, 11, 13, training every every other day of your mates, playing games with your mates, is unbelievable. Yeah, getting days off school. Is that a good part of it? Oh, yeah. Well, it depends if you like school or not, don't what, what were you good at at school? Football. <laughs> <laughs> PE. Is that it? No, nah, no, nah, I weren't too bad in school, to be fair, but obviously them days, like, them afternoons off. New school term started, I mean, results day was last week. Can you remember what you got for your GCSEs? <laughs> e, uh, e, E, E. <laughs> I think fail, I passed, fail, I passed maths, English and PE. No, I was um, good. And I only passed maths and English because I didn't want to do it again. What'd you get? Just pass Just C. C. Yeah. Most of the other exams, I Mine didn't. was numbers. I didn't really. Was yours numbers? Well, that's yeah. how young you are, you've got numbers. No, my maths and English was numbers. What'd you get? Everything else was... I don't Six get why they brought numbers that, Which is like a B, I think. Why have they brought numbers in? Oh, What's the point of that? Keep it's it all numbers it now. But like half of mine were numbers, half of mine were letters. What's wrong with A to U? I, exactly. I asked the exact same question, mate. Fill us in, what else did you get? Yeah, no, I passed, my, I passed everything apart from RE. In terms of you, Harry, look, um, Luke's talked about your dissertation, leaving to go to Arsenal. How did that come about? And, and what slash who influenced your decision? And how was it for you? It was amazing, to be fair. Um, it was when I had a really good year at under fourteens. It must have been, and at the, end, at the end, <laughs> at the end of the season, uh, I had a few obviously Premier League clubs after me. Um, just contacted my dad, contacted the club, um, and then in the end, went to Arsenal, had a tour, and that was the first thing I did. The first club I chose, and from then I didn't really want to. Look at the other ones. I sort of fell in love with both the training grounds at the time, and yeah, just went from there. In terms of coming back, was that an easy decision? Was it a tough one? Because eight years at Arsenal, seven and a half, eight years at Arsenal. Yeah. Um, was it difficult to to walk away to leave? I guess so in a certain way, but obviously coming back here. So what was going through my head, obviously in Jan, was like I'm at a Premier League club, and obviously at the time, obviously last year was in League One, so. That was the only really downfall for me, which in the end didn't obviously turn out to be a downfall. You know, the project of obviously with the manager and you know how good he is, and then obviously the opportunity to come back and get the boys, well, get the club promoted and play in this team. It was enough for me. It was worth it. No though, regrets. Wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely not. Um, Luke, there was plenty of talk about you moving away from the club as well. You've been ever present in the side this season. Um, fantastic last year in, in League One, but. How do you deal with that, the pressure of rumours, the pressure of speculation? To be fair, the way that I am as a person, it never really bothered me. Um, uh, if you're getting linked with other clubs, is a good thing. So I don't, I've never really understood the whole, oh, he's got linked with a move away, it'll affect how his performance. If you're playing well and you're getting linked with moves, it's a good thing. So you should be playing better. Yeah, but people, people's heads get turned, don't they? Yeah, but Harry's did. He was 15. Yeah, but he got a lot of money. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> No I think it's just One of the things That it's part and parcel Of football That if you play well And you're at a So called smaller team In lower division 
at a younger age, then bigger clubs are going to be looking at you. I know, but being here in the championship, being ever present, I mean, it must be huge for you now. I mean, look, you're, you're, you're leading this team. Yeah, and that's kind of like, kind of like what Clark said, really. I don't have any regrets about, you know, signing new deals and shutting down passageways to, to move to other clubs, you know, um, especially now that the gaffer's here and Purdy's here and new owners and things like that, you know. It's clear to see that the club's only going one way. Tactically, has anything changed this year in the championship? Because, again, you, you've got to be different. Some teams are, are, are different in their approach. There's a lot more street-wiseness needed. I think the main thing we've sort of realised is, like, last year we could sort of, you know, if we play against a low block and, you know, we're dominating the game, if we get caught on the counter, we normally could deal with that. Obviously, we had a lot of clean sheets. We had the big run of clean sheets, whereas this year... You know, we've got you're against much better players. Obviously, Leeds was a good example. Like, you know, they have four moments and score four, four goals. So I think uh, just the quality of opposition is better, and you know, we've just got to be more aware of that, and you know, have some have respect for what they can do and how they can hurt us. It must be really tough for you though, sitting on the sidelines and having to watch on because y- you want to be involved, no? Oh, I'm back now. I know, but even then, having struggled with injury. Yeah, yeah, too fair. Obviously, I was suspended for the first game, which was a which was a bummer. Um, and then obviously the Stoke game, I missed out because of my Achilles. Um, that would have been a nice one to play in, obviously because of obviously I was there last year and things. But um, yeah, no, it's, you know, injuries happen, and thankfully it was only a few weeks where I missed, and obviously I'm back now. So you're, you're very different people. Having sat with you now for what 10, 15 minutes, you're very different people. Harry, you're very open. Luke, you're very, you're very restricted and very, very quiet in what you do. Have you always been like that? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I think speak when spoken to is the best. Mo- I think in life, man, and just in general, do you not think people get involved in things too much and talk too much? Potentially, yeah. I think they do. I mean, I, th- it's, I think like, this geezer, for example, talks too, talks too much. Really? Yeah, too much. About give, give us some some of his most controversial opinions they're not really opinions to be fair he's just always talking feeling you know a bit of quiet is nice sometimes and you don't you give that you don't get it around you give that are you a talker on the pitch yeah I think so do you go and annoy people annoy annoy me yeah do you you annoy opposition do you go and talk to them about (coughs) things do you go and do you annoy them do you poke at them no it's not something I get involved in really I think most of the time if you've rattled an opposition it's because of how you're playing anyway I don't Especially the fact that I'm 24 and most of the strikers are playing against older, more streetwise. And do they annoy you? I don't think people can annoy me that easily, apart from Clarky, to be honest. Why? You seem to have this little <laughs> thing with him. What, what, what is it? It's just a love-hate relationship. It's a real love-hate relationship. More you, love, more love. Do you annoy people on the pitch? Do you talk to to, to wingers? Not really, no. No, that trait seems to have disappeared from. Yeah, yeah, because it's try. It's just too much. Uh, Everything you, everything you do now on the pitch goes on social media. Go and yeah, talk about like, economic policy like or something like to, to like a striker. Wind them up. Yeah, about an you, economic what? You're thinking about so much. Like The last thing I'm thinking about is trying to annoy him. Go and talk to him about like economic policy or something. or something <laughs> well, that's going on. Where to start with that, so. No, what just do you just think of the current climate of the world? <laughs> yeah, literally. Just literally. I don't know. Watch, it'll confuse people. It'll confuse me. What do you think of the economic policy of... I I've got, a, gra- I got a great I story for you. I've got a great story for you that I found on, on the internet the other week. There's a bear called Hank the Tank in Canada. 
Yeah. And look, the producer, Zavi, he's laughing. There's a bear called Hank the Tank, and this is one that you should remember. I'll what? send you the story. Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank. Are you going to tell us the story? Yeah, Hank oh, the right. Tank so, you know, has sorry. been... Is a this re- to do with economic policy? No, is this completely- it's something that you should take into games, or you could take into games. Okay. Wolfie, you could go and, like, talk to strikers about it and ask if what they... What do you think about Hank, Hank the Tank? Tank? Yeah, Hank the Tank is a bear that has burgled 21 houses in Canada. You sure it's not a guy dressed up? No, it's Hank the Tank. And I, think, I think the internet's got you on toast here, mate. Well, no, 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 no. Trust me. Are you me. sure it's a bear? Believe like, me. Your source is credible. Do you want to, do you want robbing, to see? Robbing a house. Do you want to see? Hank I would love tank. to see this bear. Why Why 21 it's houses? How has he got to 21? bear. Look, that's Hank the Tank. He's massive. It's California, not Canada. Oh, California, Canada, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Look Can't at that. Hank the Tank. He is a tank for you, Aaron. Uh, 227 kilos. Um, it's not far off me. Robbed, huh? robbed, <laughs> robbed 21 houses. But they've taken Hank the Tank's kit like they've arrested him. And uh, taking his kids into care and everything. He's got three kids. Um, so How do you arrest a bear? I don't know. <laughs> you put him in handcuffs or something? <laughs> a big net or something. But see, that's, so that's, a, fun, just... that's a funny story you could talk to I mean, people on pitch about. It's a strange one, yeah. But... Who, we got, who are we playing next? Chef Word. Uh, ask Barry oh, Bannon about Hank the Go tank. and ask ba- Barry Bannon about Hank the Tank. Annoy people. It, it'd be fun. I think he'd just be like, what the hell are you on about? Do it. Why not throw him off? Is 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 Luke quite in the dressing room? When he yeah, I think mean, yeah, he's pretty laid back, but it's, it's nice because like I'm quite loud. Are you one of the louder characters? Throughout day to day, I don't think anyone, anyone is the same, are they? I think some days I'm loud, some days I'm quiet, some days you're loud. You know, I don't think there's anyone that particularly dominates. What do you do in your spare time? Guinea pigs. Yeah, look after my dogs. Walk my dogs. How many dogs yeah. do you got? Two. What are they called? Sully and Sasha. What breeds? One's a Rottweiler and one's a Pomeranian. I had a Rottweiler. Love them. Great breed. Yeah, they are great. Great breed. Do you know what they're great at? Everyone leaves you alone when you've got a Rottweiler as well. They do. They do. Yeah, they, they do. do. My one was very stupid though. Mine's, yeah, very... They're, they're, like, they're not the most intelligent at dogs. They're just lovable. Used to, they no, used to run into so. glass, so that, like, you know, get the glass cleaned. The dog would like take a run up and pss, pss, hit the glass. Mad. Absolutely mad. Do to be fair, he has done that my nan's before. He's <laughs> gone to jump in. My nan has a little I'm not porch. getting a Rottweiler, though. It's like a step, and he's gone to jump in, and the door's shut, and he's nearly broke the old door off. Do you have guinea pigs? I've got, yeah, yeah, I do. How well, so I've got a long story about guinea pigs because. <coughs> so basically, one day my missus came home with two guinea pigs. Yeah, and I had random. No, yeah, I had no idea about it. I've come home, there's just two guinea pigs. She set up a little run in that outside. Then anyway, one day I ended up building a run from outside. I'm quite handy with that. I'm a decent little handy man. Black and Decker. Yeah, and then uh, one of them died. So then she went and got, she originally went and got four more. And then she went out one night. And so at that point, we got five. So there was two together, two together, and then one by themselves. She's like, I've got to get another one. So we got another one. And then four of them five were pregnant. So then I ended up with about 17 guinea pigs at one point. But you know what? I brought the four that, how many, the five that I brought originally, I got them for 25 quid, yeah? Yeah. I ended up selling the babies for 25 quid for a pair. So actually, that is a great investment opportunity. Isn't it? So Just go crypto. Yeah. <laughs> breed guinea yeah. pigs. Breed, guinea, breed pigs. guinea pigs. So are you saying that you could become a guinea pig breeder after you've retired? Do you know how easy it is? You I don't, don't want to know about the science of you it. You don't do anything. Honestly, mate. I went out one day they were pregnant, I went out about a week later and there was just little guinea pigs everywhere. So how many have you got at the moment? Six, six. yeah. Six, no chance yeah. of any babies on the horizon. No, no, they're all girls now. Got that out of the way. So, so pets is you, you're an animal lover. 
Yeah, I like animals, to be fair. Yeah? Yeah, when I retire, I want to get a farm and have, like, sheep and that. Wolfie's farm? Yeah. It's got a ring to it. A few sheep, a few goats. Do you know what? That's all I. You, you ask about my spare time. That's all I do in my spare time. Right. Take my little girl and my missus. Go to farms. That's nice. Yes. That's nice. Are you a bit of a family man? Then? I am now. I never used to be, but since I had a kid, I am. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. Harry, what, what about you? I mean, are you an animal lover I've as well? I've not got 17 guinea pigs. No, you got a dog, <laughs> cat, fish? I live my own, mate. You so, no. Oh, yeah. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. I do, yeah. People who are alone. No, my mum and dad. My mum and dad have got two dogs. Yeah. And two little cockapoos. They're cute. Nice. What do you do in spare time? I like my golf. What were you playing off? 5.1. Plus two to whatever he says. I wish. Get some more shots. Uh, no, I play golf. I uh, see my family. Play PlayStation with the boys. I, I never thought that Wolfie's answer would be more interesting, but you know what? You've stunned me. Oh. Absolutely stunned me. Um, just classic. Should, should we push on? To some questions from yeah, supporters, yeah, let's we've yeah. Uh, we've had some questions via email, via social media um, for for Harry and Luke. Um, Courtney asks, describe promotion day in three words. Clarkies is very very That's emotional. Cool. Three words. That's very, great. Very three emotional. words for you. Isn't it? Did you cry? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Why was it so emotional? Tell me. What was it? Uh, it was as soon as I seen like my family come down the pitch. Just my nana as well. <laughs> seen her. Someone cutting onions in here? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, it was just, yeah, the whole, obviously the run we went on and just a build-up really of everything and then obviously it finally, that day was just the best day of my life. So. Do you not think the game was a bit of a letdown though? I always speak about this at half-time. How strange was it? I'm not going to lie, it was rubbish. Don't you think the biggest games always are, the ones that have the most I would have rather have won 1-0 than 6-0. Everyone else is going to be like, well, yeah, mate. We was at the end. We you were just waiting. We were all waiting for a whistle. He might this. One nil in like 10 minutes and then last minute I'll yeah, but, squeaky. Yeah, but um, mate, when he blows a whistle, imagine if we'd have scored in the last minute. Oh yeah, no, that would be... I would have been running around. Yeah, I would have no, been running around be, there naked, mate. Like, that would have been... That would have been... Oh, that would have been amazing. Me. I mean, horrible. Wait, well, six nil. What, what, was, what time was the sixth goal went in? On like the 12th minute. There's no point. Just blow the whistle, ref. We'll just get promoted. <laughs> I think... No. I was very bored in that game. Three words then to describe promotion day for you? Boring. Apparently. An absolute letdown. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, it was a. It was a. No, when he blew the whistle, it was unbelievable. To be fair, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Or absolute letdown. It was unbelievable. Okay, lovely. Um, Harry, if you could bring an old Ipswich player back to Portman Road, who would it be? He doesn't know any old Ipswich players. Terry Butcher. Nice. Giovanni dos Santos. He was fantastic, wasn't he? He was unbelievable. Yeah, man. Fantastic yeah. player. Um, for Luke, who is the hardest player you've faced? I don't know if this is hard as in difficulty or hard as in like hard man. Do both. Let's have Do both. both. Do you know what? Hard man, I'm going to say Leon Best. Played him when he was at Huddersfield in an under-21s match and he absolutely battered me. I had bruises everywhere and that was horrible. In terms of best player I've played against, quality, Didzy probably at Derby. Yeah, he's a good player. He's the best, uh, Fantastic good player. Um, I'll ask the same question to you as well. Why not? Trickiest winger to go up against Sorry, you? Played against him in the 23s match. When you saw him turn up, were you like, what is he doing here? Yeah. He was on the other side and I was buzzing. And then they changed it like 20 minutes in. saw he was a weak man over there. Thought, oh, you know, we can get him. Toast, on toast. I was, well, I was actually centre-half, so I let... Back then, so my right back was 
Daily moving. Uh, 3 p.m. or 7.45 kickoff? Which do you prefer? Yeah, 7.45. How does your routine change according to kickoff times? Because obviously, look, there's some early doors ones as well. I mean, I can't imagine eating pasta at 7 in the morning is fun. It dep- no, I, think it I hate 12 o'clock kickoffs. Horrible. Yeah, early ones are disgusting. Afternoon and evening aren't too bad. I guess evening, I feel like evening, especially in away game. Evening, I just sleep more. Yeah, so the evening away game is two, great. four. Then you got the whole day. I was like, you still got after home games, well, yeah. You just sleep more and have a nap during the afternoon. I do. When you have a nap during the afternoon, does someone come and wake you up, or do you have <laughs> his to, like, butler comes and gets in? Alarm. I'd be worried. I'd be worried that I'd sleep yeah, through no, I set and about like five alarms. miss the coach or something. And I put the phone like against my head when I go to sleep, just in case. I, I, I you know, like the. Um, Haptics, you know, like vibrate mode. I only use it for alarm. I, I switch it on and off every day because I hate it normally. Yeah. But I only use it to wake me up. Which coaches had big impacts on you when you were coming through the academy? That's from Adam. Uh, probably Brian. Just be- yeah, you know, he, um, so you just summed it up. Legend. He was unbelievable. What was he like in terms of, I mean, you, you, we've talked about older managers. We talked about it off, off air, really, um, about how... Older managers differ in the international breaks to the newer, sort of younger head coaches with more intensity, more ideas. What bracket does he fit into? Is he? Is he? I think Bryce probably. No, I think he's moved with the times well, to be fair. He's he's never really one that takes the whole session either. He was obviously the head of the academy when I was there. Um, So he more oversaw how things went. Um, To be fair, Chris Hogg, he's now the Oxford assistant manager, was my coach at like. Yeah, it's my coach at like under 15s, and he was unbelievable as well. I mean, Joshua has asked, Do you ever get scared of Sam Morsey? Sam Morsey's a teddy bear. He is Agreed. a lovely, lovely man. Yeah, I know, but like. Talking about on the pitch. The armour comes on, doesn't it? On pitch. Yeah, but he's on my team. I'd hate to play against him. When he, when no. he flips, he's. He leads from the front there, doesn't he? Yeah, he's he a proper does. leader. Yeah, yeah he's he a great guy. He proper is. leader. Dominic Ball has asked, For Harry Clark, will you ever beat Dominic Ball at golf? <laughs> I actually knew. As soon as you said his name, I actually knew. It was I actually thought it was another Dominic Ball. He's a cheat. Tell us why. It's just a cheat. Just why? a little pocket ball. Just a little. Don't worry, Dom. I've seen it. All right. Have you guys? I mean, how many games have you played? What's the situation? What record are we on? Who's, I who's don't where? know. He'll he'll make it up. Who's who's the best golfer? Listen, I'm camp? just a sore loser. All right. He beat me the other day. Did he beat you fair and square? It was tight. Going down the 18th. Was it fair though? I was winning. He didn't cheat. Stay. He didn't cheat, did he? Avoiding the, avoiding nah. the question. Can we have a public apology then for Don Bolton? Nah, not for him. Just apologise. Just say just nah. say you're sorry. Come on. Oh, say Im- sorry, Desmond. fair. <laughs> Astro Heat. Going to have the ombudsman on us, like, complaining. Um, who's the best golfer in camp? I'll say Hursty. Really? Yeah. Right, some non-football questions now. James Ling has asked for Wolfie, which shops in Chantry are better, top shops or bottom shops? Bottom's miles clear, Top shots is not the one, mate. Bottom shots is is miles better. Um, Steph Guild has popped in with what's your favourite place to eat in Ipswich? And I'm sure she asked the same question on the last episode as well. So, what's your favourite place to eat in Ipswich? I'd say the Marquis. Where are you going for, Wolfie? Uh, do you know what? I like Marzen. Are you much of a cook? No, I used no, to. No, my missus cooks a lot. Yeah, what's her She makes an unbelievable roast dinner. Really? Yeah, unbelievable. Can I come out? Yeah, of course she can, mate. She Great. Um... Because Kieran has asked, what part of a roast dinner do you eat first? Versatile. I'm very versatile. I have a bit of meat and then a bit of, oh, no. bit of veg. A bit of what? Meat. Oh, you mean a bit of chicken? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I don't really like chicken on a roast dinner, you know. What's your favourite roast? Pork. Chicken and beef. 
I had to choose two. I can't. Nah, can't just choose one. You pork, pork, beef, oh. chicken, chicken. Is lamb not in it at all? Ooh. Lamb's that special occasion. Who, who's it? no one hitting up a gammon either? Like, you know, like gammon's a, pork though, isn't it? No, you have pork and then you have gammon. Gammon is pork, isn't it? Different cuts of a pig is still pork. What man. part of a roast dinner do you eat first? Answer the question properly. Me, I'm I'm very when I eat I'm very strange, right? So I. So, so does this key, who asked this question? Kieran, Kieran Blowers. So does Kieran eat all the veg and all the meat? I have That's no very idea. He's, he's Mate, That's so I, very strange. No, when I have a roast, I do, I don't know what order I do it in, but I always eat things sort of like separately. Childish. Unless unless it's like a big Yorkshire pudding. But if you're having a roast, do you not think and bit of the Yorkie, bit of the meat, bit of veg? Absolutely, I'm yeah, with you. Unbelievable. 100%. Yeah, so how can I answer that question? Gravy, no gravy. Yeah, gravy, a lot, a lot of gravy. gravy. No gravy. Yeah, dry some people apple. like a dry, yeah, dry an apple. Some people Jesus. like a proper dry roast. No, I can't, can't have be a dry roast. That. Can't be dealing with that. Carl Cope said, have any of the lads picked up any Suffolk sayings since moving to the club? Do you know any what? Suffolk, Suffolk sayings. sayings are dying out. Yeah. They're very village-based now. Like, if you go through town now, there's no Suffolk sayings. Everyone just talks like a roadman now. Yeah. It's like moved up from London, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, Harry, Harry, very does sad. does the does the desecration of the English language really upset you? Yeah, oh, that means <laughs> <laughs> describe desecration. Can we just get a dictionary out just for that? Jordan Mitchell has asked, "Is a hot dog a sandwich?" Right, let's get to technicalities no. here. Why not? I think a burger is, but a hot dog's not. It's in a roll. Hot dog's a roll. Would you call a roll a sandwich? I'd call it a roll. A sandwich is just like. A filling between two bits of bread, some form of bread. So a roll. Well, bre- a roll if you're having a hot, if you're having a sausage in a, in bread, then that's a sandwich. Sausage sandwich. You call it a sausage sandwich, wouldn't you? You wouldn't call a sausage in a roll. Hey. A sausage sandwich. You call it a sausage. What bread. I want to know is, hey. I want to find out the actual origins of the hot dog. We're googling hot dogs. We're going to Google hot dog. Oh, yeah. Your uh, search history is going to be strange. mental. Tank the tank. Hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> Where's the origination of hot dogs? History. Do you want to know about the etymology of it? Nope. I just want to know if a hot dog is... Just Google is a hot dog a sandwich because I'm telling you it's not. It's a roll. The term dog has been used as a synonym for sausages since the 1800s, possibly from accusations that sausage makers use dog meat in their sausages. In Germany, the consumption of dog meat was common in Saxony, Silesia, Anhalt and Bavaria during the 19th and 20th centuries. Hot dogs occasionally contained it. An early use of the term hot dog in reference to the sausage meat suppliers uh, appears in the Evansville, Indiana Daily Courier from September 14th. 1884, even the innocent Wienerwurst man will be barred from dispensing hot dogs on the street corner. It was used to mean a sausage encasing. That's on the Patterson New Jersey Daily Press, uh, New Year's Eve, 1892. The hot dog was quickly inserted in a gash in the roll. Um, You just told us that dogs are in hot dogs. According to the official definition, a hot dog is a sandwich. That's according to the US. However, the ah. British sandwich body is saying that it's not. Yes. So I'm, gl- I'm glad we got there. Should we push on to the music segment of, of this show? Yeah? Yes, Perfect. sir. So, we're going to ask you five questions to music. And what I want is um, something that's, well, just in-depth answers. Don't just give us a random track and then switch around. Give you want to have a bit track of track and why? Yeah, let's have a bit of consideration. Like Six mark answer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Write show, down how you work. Show you're working. Show you're working. Heel. Mark for working. Heel. Who wants to go first? Clarky. Clarky wants to go Harry. first. Harry. Hello. Tell us a song 
that pumps you up before a game? I'm a Boss by Rick Ross. Good tune. Very good tune. Good tune. Is it that the start is, bit? Yeah, it's the start. That's the the final tune I'll play out before we before we go out. Yeah, gets everyone in the mood. Wolfie for you. That would be my one as well. But seeing as you would want a different one, you remember Southpaw, the film? Yeah. Good film, isn't it? You know the soundtrack from it? No. Yeah, shocking. Kings Never Die from Southpaw. I love that. I love that. I mean, all these tracks are going to go on the official club playlist as well on Spotify, available on Spotify. So, yeah, we'll we'll have that. Get the unexplicited version. Yeah, get the unexplicited. Uh, Who's going next? We'll go straight to you. Um, Wolfie, song that reminds you of the good times? Do you know what? Nickelback. You know, Photograph. It was in the change room last year. Very random bass. I don't know why it's coming to my head. But JD was playing a load of songs. Like, very very grime bass. And then randomly, he just put on Nickelback, Photograph. And I really enjoyed it. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. That, Have you listened to it since? Yeah. No, I used to bang that song ages ago. Yeah. Good tune. Clarky? Uh, mine's, I can't remember who sings it, but it's called Can't Miss. And it just reminds me of um, Marcus Leaf and Wes just dancing to that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So you said Genoa does a lot of the music in the dressing room? No, no this was just random. Just random. It was just like, what game was that? Is it wasn't it? a game. It was, after, it was after training one day. There was about four of oh, us in it? the changing room at the training ground. And who, t- who takes control of it though on a daily basis? Is it Harry? Yeah, we don't, on a daily basis, there's not really... Uh, it's training, random. There's, there's no yeah, nah, it's just random, really. Just in uh, on match days, normally me. Um, Harry, give us a song that reminds you of your childhood. It's one where you used to sit in like year six on the bench. <laughs> I was gonna say end. Got the whole <laughs> world in hands. No, yeah, isn't it? He's know. got the nah. whole world in his hands. Yeah, maybe that. Uh, I don't know. That's a religious song. No wonder oh, you no, failed. I've got, I've got one. Oh my god, I've got one. Akon. Yeah. Don't matter. Give us a line. Go Nobody on. wants to give up. That one. Yeah. Like that one. Uh, Luke, song that reminds you of your childhood? Uh, end ups. Which one? All of them. Give us an end ups track. Um, Go on. I can't remember how it goes. Better not waste my time. Aren't they back in concert soon? If they are, you better get me a ticket, big They've one. got that song, I've Been Searching All Over Facebook. Do you remember that? I've yeah, Been yeah. Searching All Over Facebook. Yeah. See, look, end ups, timeless classics. Mate, end ups was great. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure? And when I'm talking about guilty pleasure, <laughs> say if you are in your car at a set of traffic lights. You turn the doors down. are unlocked. You'll listen to this tune and bang, Harry Clark quickly happens. You're like, hey, Wolfie. And you're like, oh, and you have to switch it off. Oh. I don't think you'd, I'd probably sing it with you. Whatever yeah, it is. to be fair. If Harry answers my door, I wouldn't care. Okay, <laughs> if, um, if, if the gaffer quickly open your door. A guilty pleasure track. Everyone's got one. Okay. Well, uh, this is why. Whitney like Houston. Him. Which tune? Yeah, but why I, would you turn it off? That's a banger. I look to you. Because it's not one of her big ones. Oh, I love big. it. Do you know what's a tune? Like, how, really will I, how will I know? Yeah, but that's how like really well known. Yeah. Big tune. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. You go. With, that's yeah. no, that's Paul. I'll just use his. That's Paul. No, I'm going I'm with that. Think your own one, bro. You gonna do about it? Spice Girls. You've still no, not. Um, I don't think you've actually given an answer. You're a bit yeah. young. Sugar, Spice sugar Girls. babes. Yes. Push the button and let me know. Pure sugar. That's my one. Sugar babes. Push the button. Push the button. Yeah, you turn that down. Let me know. To be fair, I don't think everyone would. Whoever answers my door, I'd bang it with them. You've got no shame. No, no shame. I've got Love six that. guinea pigs, mate. You've had 17. At the age of 24, I've got six guinea pigs. And two dogs. I'll tell you two what. Dogs. And a kid. And a kid. That's a lot of responsibility. Full house. Um, you know why I'm so quiet. It's a lot of bread. Harry, could you <laughs> <laughs> could you run us through your 
Sing along playlist, please. So we've got some we've got Spotlight, Jennifer Hudson. Nice. Yeah, we've got um, a bit of Ja Rule, a bit of Justin Bieber. What Justin Bieber track? Die For You and Loved By You. They're nice. quite new ones. Um, Any Ed Sheeran on there? Yeah, we do. Hang on, let me... Got to keep I was going to say, but Ed Sheeran, perfect. Norway Girl, I See Fire from The Hobbit. I, I'm a sucker for The Hobbit films. So. Really? I actually yeah. really enjoy music that's in films. Yeah. Because it, it, you attach that to the film. You've watched Casino, Robert De Niro? No. Oh, what a film. What a film. Unbelievable yeah, soundtrack. When was that out? When did that come out? 1990. Yeah. I Around there. probably wouldn't have watched that. Yeah, I think I'm I'm I was born in 1991. Still my favourite film. Unbelievable soundtrack. Layer Cake, great soundtrack to that. Yeah, Layer Cake's good. Great, well, great soundtrack. You were only like you'll five enjoy when that come out. Watch Layer Cake, you'll enjoy it. You were five when that come out. You missed the release date. No, I watched that when I was. I watched it when it came out. Yeah, <laughs> watched it in cinemas. <laughs> um, right. Final question on this mad episode of the Official Town Podcast. What's your karaoke track? Shaggy. Angel. Go on. Girl, you're my angel. You're my darling angel. Mm-hmm. Baby. Baby. Nice. Love it. Nice. Yes, mate. Yeah, go on. Life is one big party when you're still young. But who's gonna have the back when it's all done? Yeah, man. Oh, I was gonna. <laughs> I was doing the ad for you. I don't know what mine is. What do I always sing? I always. Barbie. I sing everything. Mysterious Girl by Peter Andre. I was Andre. just going to say that. Baby girl! <laughs> <laughs> Miss it, tonight is your lucky night. <laughs> but yeah, that would be mine. That is a tune. Yeah, yeah. Peter Andre, Mysterious Girls. Who's the best singer in the dressing room? Oh, we just lost the oh, best singer in the world. Greg. Greg. Was he good? Yeah, Greg, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that lad at Swindon who's like an unbelievable Oh, yeah, very singer. good, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You see him in the, their game against Colchester got called off by the rain. And he just done a whole John Legend set. To cheer everyone up. In the rain? No, in the change room after. <laughs> to cheer um, everyone unbe- up? Unbelievable. Man. That wouldn't cheer me up. Be no, it would. You'd sharp, be all mate. over it, mate. You'd be all over it. Yeah. Imagine we just got Leaf a game can though. I don't know if he can or not. I feel like at the end of the season, the track, the was, the track was very loud. loud he I was very quiet. Yeah, yeah. What did, what I think he can, otherwise he wouldn't have done it. Um, what did it work? Well, Keezy, don't he? he can't sing. No, so, what, what did, no, did Leaf sing? What did Leaf sing? Sam Smith, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Nah. A tough one. No, I don't think it was. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was I'm very. Sure it was very backing trace. Backing, backing track based. Very backing track heavy. But yeah. I mean, this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an experience sitting down with you guys over the past uh, hour or so. What What's the ambition for the season, Harry? Um, you know, obviously recovering from your Achilles, making sure it doesn't happen again. You don't struggle yeah. with it again. I presume that's yeah. I think, yeah, for me individually, it's stay fit. Um, obviously, stay on top of my Achilles, play as many games as I can. Obviously, help the team as, as much as I can and push on from last season. Um, and then collectively, obviously, you never know what we can achieve. Obviously, we've had a good start. So, yeah. Luke? Just keep things going the way they are. You know, we've had a good start. Individually, you just want to play as much as much football as you can and win as many games as you can. Have you guys paid much attention to the league table second in the league? Obviously, look, it's a fantastic start to the campaign, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it was I a mean, bit early to look at the game, league. It's 41. Yeah, because yeah, you lose one and then you end up 41 games wherever you end up and then you win two and you end up 
give it a few few months. Portman Road's been pumping this season, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah very good. Very, yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah Especially against Cardiff, it was really good. We yeah. went 2 0 down, it was really good. Fantastic against Leeds as well, to be fair. Yeah, true. Despite defeat, I mean, the atmosphere yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It Deafening. Certainly helps. Yeah, it really, really man. does. Um, what's your plan for the international break apart from training hard, working hard? Housework, golf. Are you, are you domestic? A very boring. Just go days answer. Watch Casino, Robert De Niro. Excellent film. And Layer Cake. Layer Cake. Layer Cake. Great film as well. Mm. Great film. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. What are you doing on the weekend, mate? Not a lot, Isn't mate. Nice? Nah. Go to a farm or something? Yeah, I'm farm? sure you'll. If anyone wants to go to a farm, they might bump into me somewhere. It's nice. Yeah. Very cute. That's there about you go. It. Yeah. Gents, genuinely, thank you for, for one of the most incredible podcasts I've ever done in my life. Very, very insightful. Sure. Uh, yeah. Harry, Luke, really appreciate your time. That's it for this episode of the official Ipswich Town podcast. Catch us on Town TV. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, uh, enjoy your international break. Catch you again soon.